Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Council Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Sanders, and this week we have a very special guest, your host, Chris Sanders. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna I'm working on getting us guests on the show um, just because I feel like me talking to myself isn't always the most entertaining thing in the world, but I still feel like, in, in some ways, um, you guys get to hear my unfiltered thoughts without any interruption. It's also value-worthy, but who knows? Uh, this week's episode, we're going to be discussing Ice Cube and the Donald Trump issue, uh, which, in my opinion, for, for this one, it's weird because, you know, it's Ice Cube, man. Like, Ice Cube, dude. Like, Ice Cube. F the police. NWA. Can he really be riding with Trump? Can that really be a thing? The answer is no, and I'll get more in-depth during the episode. But before we jump all the way in, I want to say thank you guys for uh, rocking with us. We're getting stellar numbers. Our last episode was the most downloaded we've had yet, uh, and, and I just can't do anything more than say thank you for supporting us. Please continue to go out there and write reviews on iTunes and Apple and Spotify and wherever you guys find us. Please write reviews. Give us as many stars as possible because it helps us grow as a podcast. When I say us, it's really just me and the microphone, but that's still on us. That still counts. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we, we don't have an official sponsor, so let me just shout out to myself. Uh, if you guys want to support me, please head over to youtube.com slash csandreas. I'm not going to spell it for you. Look up Chris Sanders. Look up Nerd Motivation. I'll pop up. I'm doing a live stream now every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central. Come show up, hang out, donate if you want to give us money. If not, we'll play games, we'll talk, we'll laugh, we'll have a great time. But um, for now, let's jump into this week's episode about ice cube being potentially canceled until you know people gain some common sense which is council culture so where's the common sense in that let's go Yo, it's politics season, baby. What's up, guys? If you don't know, we're in the middle of an election cycle. Uh, and in that election cycle, uh, we have Joe Biden in one corner and Donald Trump in another corner. And they're going head to head to determine who will become the next president of the United States of America. And, you know, it, it brings about a lot of feelings for a lot of people because it's politics and people get really 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 butthurt about politics like if you say that you are voting for someone that they don't like they get at your head like there's this whole campaign going on now where everybody's like oh please i don't care who you vote for but please vote and the truth is no one really means that they don't they don't care <laughs> if you vote they care that you vote for what they believe in and that has never been more evident than this week's topic so ice cube you, you know who that is right like like the the the, the prolific rapper, you know, from N.W.A. and, and his own songs. <laughs> um, I personally um, grew up with the the version of Ice Cube that hung out with groups like Corn. Um, they, they had a song back in the day I used to love, but he did like a little bit more, uh, a little darker raps. Uh, he actually penned 
off Easy es raps, and I think a lot of the raps in the NWA, um, like all the raps, songs in the NWA uh, catalog, but he, he is an amazing writer, right? Let's see, what was that, what was that song called? Um, see, Ice Cube and Corn. I was a cornhead when I was a kid, like a big cornhead. I used to like listen to John Davis talk about anything, and it was like, yeah, man, that guy has it. Oh, uh, Children of the Corn. Go listen to it. It's a really good song. But that's how I knew Ice Cube, right? But then you find out later that, you know, uh, he was also the guy who had a good day because he didn't have to pull out the AK. And then he also was part of NWA, which is this big, like, like pro-black, pro-gangster rap, probably the first real gangster rap group. Uh, and, and he's all about the blackness, you know what I mean? And so, you know, in this later iteration of his life, you know, he's getting involved in politics and and basketball leagues and all these other things and so he's going out there and promoting this thing called the platinum plan which is a like uh, a big package to help black communities so of course he's pro-black and, and when you have to do those kind of things you have to go to the people that are in power say the politicians the presidents the vice presidents and of course during an election cycle they're going to sit down with pretty much anybody like they want to get favor like no one's business i think about it like this so if you are a politician right and you know, let's say you're Donald Trump, and you know that your, your general constituency isn't black, and the one thing that's going to help you get, you know, more favor over the years for your party is more black voters. What are you going to do? You're going to appeal to black voters. You're going to do things to help your your case with those people, which is why you constantly hear Donald Trump pushing his rhetoric of "I've done more for the black community since Lincoln." I'm like, what? <laughs> like, but if you look at the numbers. He's not necessarily lying, but he's also doing the politician thing. And, you know, that's the word. Um, he's he's manipulating the truth. So when they, when you hear the, the claim, because it's backed up by a lot of Republican talking heads, uh, that Donald Trump has given more jobs to black people than anyone else. It's because unemployment is low in our current era. But if you understand how, how economics work, Donald Trump himself didn't create a better economy. You know what I mean? Like, he did not, like, just show up and go, well, here's I'm going to do these things, do this thing, and now, now we have a better economy. Like, yes, tax cuts do help people have more money in their pocket, but that's not going to fuel the entire economy. This stuff has been building for years, even during the Biden-Obama era, uh, even during Trump's own presidency. It's going to build and cycle around. It's like, okay, example. It's like how um, when Clinton became the president, and everyone goes, we were in the best economic boom of all time. We have the, the, the internet boom and blah, 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 right? And everybody gives Bill Clinton credit for that. Bill Clinton did not do anything. <laughs> he was just the president when the internet came into like mass market and people started building businesses around the internet and then people were really excited, started jumping aboard, people were throwing money, all these new companies that were coming around and of course they were throwing the money around so it's gonna create a boom in the economy and then before you know it, we have an economic you know, increase. And Bill Clinton himself didn't put together any policies that, that did that, like, you know what I mean? So like, you can have a boom in an era where the, um, the party in, in, in play will take more of your taxes 
and you can also be in one where they give you more of your own money. So like it, it doesn't really like play well to say that Donald Trump did more for black blacks <laughs> because he didn't go up there and go, all right, I'm going to write a, a law and order that all black people get more uh, more money back from their taxes or black people are going to have a, a higher increase in, in the economy. He didn't do it for blacks. He just did it for everybody or at least tried to and just got lucky that it happened during his era. That's how these things work. That's literally how it works. You can do whatever you want to try to manipulate the system. You can make it worse. You can make it better. But you can't take full claim over it when the system has been in play and rolling around for years. You know, getting like, to be honest, me getting an extra $200 did not change much in my life. It, it didn't. I'm just, just saying, you know. And unemployment is low because industries are growing. Industries are growing in different directions. They already have been for the last few years. You know what I mean? Like, even now, like, so in my role, what I do, I'm going to get Dice Q pretty soon. Um, I'm in project management. I'm in advertising, right? Advertising is going to do well when people are buying certain things. Right now, there's a big boom for some reason in alcoholic um, uh, seltzers. There's a big boom there right now. And that is going to increase the economy in some shape or form. And that has nothing to do with what president is in place. It, it just doesn't. I get that, you know, if companies have more money, they can hire more people, et cetera, et cetera. I understand that piece of it, but that's not entirely where it all lies. So that claim for me is a little bit unfounded for at least for Trump's situation, right? So then you also have the situation where you have, I don't know what's his name. Um, you have Biden, you know, making claims like, well, I was there. I was walking around. I was marching with the blacks. I was doing all the right things, right? Yeah. Maybe that's not really true either because <laughs> you have speeches of him going, well, I wasn't marching with anybody. So you just take it all with a grain of salt. It's politics. They're just playing a game. But ultimately in this whole situation, uh, you know, uh, Trump is also saying things like, I gave the most to black colleges. And I'm like, yes, you did because you had a number to beat. Obama gave, I'm, I don't know the exact numbers, but Obama gave like, let's say 30,000. And I know Trump gave like double that, right? So, of course, you can always say you gave more to black colleges because you just beat the number. I could do that. I, like, if I become president in, like, I don't know how many years, maybe. Let's say in 2040, if I become president, I promise you that I will give more to black colleges because I'll just beat the number ahead of me. So, doing that because you know that you're trying to increase your base isn't this altruistic, amazing thing you're doing because you love black people. You're doing it because you know that your base needs black people in order to win the next few elections. That's just what it is. You're doing it for your own selfish needs. That's how that rolls. So let's loop in <laughs> Ice Cube, who black Twitter was going at hard because he was working with Trump for his platinum plan. He was discussing political interests and how he can help black communities, right? And everyone's like, oh my God, he supports Trump. Oh my God, he rides with Trump. Oh my God, he's meeting with Trump. Right now, during a campaign, how dare you? Here's the thing. Ice Cube also offered the same opportunity to the Democrats. He offered the same opportunity to Joe Biden's campaign. And they said, let's wait till after the election because Joe Biden also has his own plan for the black community. And he's like, right now is not the time. Oh, we'll do it later. But Trump's like, no, man, come on, dude. I need it. I need this, baby. Come on, I need it. And, and, and so much so, they even manipulated what's going on in these streets by, and to be fair, it's not Ice Cube's fault, but like the, the Trump campaign, which also he didn't meet with Trump. He met with Trump's advisors and people. But the Trump campaign pretty much pushed out a narrative that Ice Cube was backing them because they were talking. And then later, uh, Donald Trump's son uh, posted a picture, it was doctored, it wasn't real, of 
Ice Cube in a, in a pro-Trump hat, which also wasn't true. He wasn't doing that either. But the fact is, is that people were getting pissed at Ice Cube for even talking to Trump and talking to Trump's people. And in my opinion, I feel like what probably happened is they probably pushed off these talks until right before the election. And Trump, I mean, Trump, Ice Cube wants to see the table. So when he finally gets the opportunity, even though we're like in the middle of an election cycle, I think like less than 15 days away, you're still going to take it. You're still going to have your, your points heard because you want to get your people cemented. You want to make sure your people are supported. You know what I'm saying? Like the Platinum Plan, if you look into it, and I advise you do, has a lot of really strong proposals to help us as a people grow and get out there and and, and be a part of, of this, this country in a way we haven't been before. It's $500 billion for the black community. You're telling me you have a chance to finally talk to somebody, especially the guy that's in power right now, you're not going to do it? Like, you're clowning yourself. You don't understand how this, this thing works. You know what I mean? And the fact is, is that neither one of these parties really care about black people. They just want our votes. <laughs> they do. In my opinion, I've said this before, I think there should be a, a not a two-party system. There should be an opportunity for the third and fourth parties, whoever they may be, to be featured on the stage in front of the world. I think right now the reason why we are stuck in this two-party system is because they push back the other parties, right? Think about this. You never get get a debate, right? Like the, the, the big debates where you have the third and fourth party candidates. You only get the, the top two. That doesn't seem fair to me. I think if the American people get to hear from all the sides, they might make other choices. But because they only hear from the two top candidates and the most televised event, they go with the two top candidates because they think the other ones either take away from one of the other ones or the other ones don't have a real chance. So they don't feel even. So put them all on the same even playing field and see what happens. Just a thought. Because nobody is winning <laughs> until they win. The polls are almost always wrong. What, I think Hillary Clinton was a win. Um, uh, Al Gore was a win, according to the polls. And that's not what happened either time. So let's ignore the polls and let there be a fair and equal shot for both all parties to be represented on a national stage. That would change this thing, I think. But anyway, I think for me, like, and I think Cube said it best. White supremacy is on both sides of, of of this thing. Like, like white people being in power is has been a thing since we've been brought to this country, and it'll likely be a thing for as long as we're in this country. And so, whatever we can do to reduce that needs to happen. And if Ice Cube is on the side of reducing it, it makes no sense at all to try to cancel him from trying to work for our people. He's not supporting Trump. If you had any common sense, you wouldn't jump to that conclusion. You know what I mean? Like, never take what you see on, on, on these news sites as canon until you do more research. Dig into it deeper. Wait for the man himself to speak on it. Because I feel like Ice Cube, if you've seen him in anything, he's a very outspoken person. If he's supporting Trump, you'll know he's supporting Trump. He will freaking say it. Yay, yay. You know what I mean? Like, in, the, in, that, in that grimace he has, he'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm supporting Trump. F y'all. And then he'll explain it to you for real. Like, in an intellectual way, why he might be doing it. But he's not doing it. You know what I mean? But I also get it. Because I feel like with Trump, he's a very divisive character. Anytime anybody you know says they, they're voting for Trump, you look at him a little bit sideways. Like, I got into a, a massive fight with, with a girl. Girl was gorgeous. Girl was super sweet. We were hitting it off. You know, we were, we were friends. But I was like, you know, I was trying to hit on her a little bit. I'm not going to lie about that at the time. This is like, this is like a couple years back. And... We're in the car and we're talking about politics and she mentions something about like uh, not helping the poor 
And I'm like, that sounds like Trump politics to me. She goes, what's wrong with Trump? And I, I was like, what? And then we got into a massive thing. I didn't call her a racist, but I, I more or less accidentally, kind of not accidentally, insinuated that she might be racist because, you know, systemic racism and the majority of, of my people, not majority, but like the, the outlook of it at least, um, being in, in the lower rungs of society uh, and not being on that upper crust. So therefore, if you are not working to help out people that are disenfranchised, people that are not you know, uh, on the top rungs of society, and you think that we all need to just pull ourselves by our bootstraps and figure it out when there are systems in place that really do screw us over, then you, you, you're supporting the wrong side. And that feels like racism to me, right? And I said that, and we got into a huge fight, all because she mentioned that she was pro-Trump. And that literally will change like the tone of conversation, the tone of a relationship, it's divisive. You know what I mean? Like, here's the thing. I, I'm, I call myself a moderate in, in some ways because I don't want to sign up for either party. I don't want to say that I make a choice before I have all the information. I will never do that. I hate that. You know what I mean? But more often than not, I do find myself signing liberal views because... I want to help other people. I think it would be advantageous for me to actually vote Republican because I would get more of my own money and I would like, you know, have a little bit more enterprise for myself, right? But I also realize there's a greater world out here and it's altruism and also freaking A, dude. Right now, our president doesn't really support like green initiatives and, and the planet is dying, whether you like it or not. And, and we need to support that and, and not oil. And I'm not trying to get too political here, but I am. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like just some things make common sense. You can't take a resource that's bringing down the planet that isn't renewable and continue to use it until it just doesn't work anymore. You need to start pushing yourself in a different direction where you start to build up a new enterprise where that will bring more money and more jobs. That just makes common sense to me. But at the same time, economically, I see where Republicans are coming from. You know what I mean? I, I do. I see both sides. And so I go back to my rhetoric of wanting to see both both all sides represented and not just the two-party system. So I think no one is just one thing. And that's just my opinion about it. You know, I, it, it just is. And yeah, with this whole Ice Cube thing, it's stupid. You can't cancel somebody that made F the police and think that they would turn around after they've done all these, like, you know, these, I, won't, I, won't, I won't call him an, an anarchist, but like, counter, you know, these, these counter major culture things. I think then he's going to sit down and talk with, talk with Trump, you know? But also I get it too because celebrities make more money and, and again, you know, they, they get more advantage by working with someone like Trump. But at the same time, this whole plan he's putting in place is not about his own personal gain, you know what I mean? It's about the entirety of his people. It's about the entirety of the black community. Yes, he does gain from it, of course, but it's not about him just himself. You know, which is why if you go look into into what he did, like I said, he reached out to both sides. He didn't just go, "Hey, Trump boy, I'm working with you because you 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 my man's." Yeah, he ain't Kanye Westing it. He's not Kanye Westing it at all. You know, he's not calling Trump daddy. He's just saying that you're in power and I'm rocking with you. You know what I mean? Like, and it makes sense if you understand how these things go. And that's just my word. Um, I think I can I can probably call it quits there. So again, if you guys have any questions or have any any discussion points, please leave them in, in the, the review space. Please come to my YouTube channel, hang out on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central. Support the clothing company I run called nerdgeekculture.com. <laughs> Go buy a shirt, buy a hat, buy something. Keep my lights on, please. You know? <laughs> 
give me a reason for the season because you know again it's, it's politics but i will say you know if you're on the fence about who to vote for you know I, I always say this vote with your heart you know vote with your mind do some research figure out who the people are because i mean be real joe biden isn't squeaky clean either you know what i mean he has a record and the record isn't great not all the time you know he cleaned it up because people grow and change but he's still in my opinion uh, at least for me, for my situation, the lesser of two evils. And we don't have a, a choice otherwise because like, I, I just feel like politics are crazy. You know, I'm not really a big fan of them at all, but I've learned that they're a vital part of our of our society right now. And until we learn to grow or change them, what you going to do? I mean, think about it. Like, if you talk about the party lines, at one point, the, the Republicans of today were the Democrats and the Democrats of today were the Republicans and there were Whigs too. Yeah, wigs. Go look that up. If you don't know your history, go learn it because these things switch around all the time. But with that said, I'm Chris. Thanks for listening to the Council Culture Podcast. And I'll hear from you when I hear from you. Bye!